That was Scoobop Dip-Bop Dip-Bop with their hit Octopus Bottom. It's 5 p.m. You're listening to Fakahatchee Radio. I'm Horace Wexler. The wind is very expensive. Cocaine and a crack pipe in the car. Dribbling down your chin and onto your shirt. And I said, "Uh uh-oh, that doesn't sound good. Thank you for listening. Here are the headlines currently trending on the FakahatchieGazette.com website. FakahatchieGazette.com. Hey, you can't have news without a little ooh in it. Longtime friend announces exciting new food allergy in the middle of dinner party. Big man trapped in tiny home, his 12-hour ordeal and how he finally escaped. Coups used to be our thing, says Venezuelan man shaking head sadly. And finally, daughter far too old to still be calling it Paschetti. But turning to our main stories from around the globe. The global horseradish shortage continues, with demand for the spicy relish outstripping production. But with prices skyrocketing, where exactly is that demand coming from? Our eye on the planet reporter Chuchi Bonham joins us today. Good evening, Chuchi. Thanks for having me, Horace. Do we have any idea what's causing this global shortage? Well, Horace, it's a simple supply and demand issue. Yes, there was a drought, but we saw other countries increase their alternate spice levels, like chipotle or black pepper, to accommodate. But unfortunately, it hasn't slowed the demand for horseradish. Do you or or any of your contemporaries uh, have any inkling what might be driving this demand? Members of the media have no idea, and frankly, neither do analysts. Prime rib and roast beef, two of the most popular dishes where horseradish is likely to be found, have levels that have remained consistent over the last 10 years, with projections through 2030 at a stable level of growth at 1%. So that would not explain the sudden rush on the spice and the length people are going to get it. Right, right. Uh, Well, well, maybe you could take a moment to shed some light on the alarming stories we're hearing of people uprooting their lives, trying to take advantage of the high price of horseradish. Right. (laughs) Well, that's very funny, Horace, because horseradish is a root vegetable. Not funny in a sitcom kind of way, but in the way that would give a very stuffy man with spectacles a good hard chuckle by himself in an empty room. But you're absolutely right. This has led to what can only be described as a gold rush of potential farmers hoping to strike it rich leaving their homes in the cities behind to head out into the fields hoping to harvest some of this white gold. But it's not without its dangers. I've met more than one man who had lost a hand, or in some cases an arm or a leg, to dynamite farming, the process by which these modern 49ers separate the spicy root from the soil. It's even given rise to a new term, radish widows, describing the women left behind at home, while the men have hustled off to the lawless horseradish boomtowns, filled with prostitution and fighting. It's a dangerous proposition, and the death rate is high. But for those who strike it rich, the rewards seem well worth it. Back to you, Horace. All right. Thank you, Chuchi. Continuing with U.S. News. America. Our top story tonight. Oh, boy, let's not, huh? Let's, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we we all know what happened, right? 
Hmm, pretty sure about that. Let's uh, let's just uh, skip that uh, that old hot button issue. Wow, too hot to read. Spicy papers. Yowza, gonna get you. Moving on. Florida State Police arrested a woman with a large handsaw on the edge of the Florida and Georgia border earlier this morning. Lana Nutzel, age 46, stands accused of one count of terrorism and one count of felony attempting to separate Florida from the rest of the United States by sawing it loose, as she had seen in an animated documentary featuring a rabbit. She has pleaded not guilty. Stocks in Silicon Valley are down this week, making many villagers of the township question just how will they punish jackanapes and fools. Erected by King Theol I have long been a gathering point for Bitcoin farmers and crypto miners, ready to throw rotten fruit at idiots and at people they disagree with. While no plans to replace the stocks are currently in the works, it said a digital or app-based solution to the problem is in the exploration phase. One village elder who spoke for the town reached out. Well, hmm, I should be easy to replace the previous stocks with on-demand gig workers to physically retain the jackanapes or imbeciles by the hand or ankles, holding the idiot bumpkin or clod in place for the duration of their sentence, possibly even reminding them of their crimes. An in-app purchase could easily give someone the ability to, to smash the lout, loblolly, or village moron in the face with a moldy turnip from anywhere in the globe. Probably as easy as it is to drown a witch. No word yet on whether you are actually picturing a pillory during this story. When news breaks, we're there. In local news, confusion abounds as Fakahatchee remains trapped in the 5 o'clock hour. While many residents initially celebrated the mayor's decree of it always being 5 o'clock here instead of 5 o'clock somewhere, the consequences of what that actually means for locals has finally started to sink in. Poorly attended parties and missed meetings are just a few of the struggles residents have faced in the immediate aftermath of the Hands on a Hard Desk 2020 result. We spoke with concerned citizen Murray John Hound earlier by phone. And then I take a short break from 5 to 5.15, but I'm not allowed to clock out until 6.30, so I'm stuck. So, so what does that actually mean for you in, in your workplace? Well, it means I'm on a, a permanent break because it's 5 o'clock, so I can do whatever I want. Hang out in the kitchen, poop at my leisure, uh, but I'm not actually allowed to punch out or go home because we never hit 6.30, you know? I haven't been able to shower in five days. I'm starting to stink. I haven't been able to feed my goldfish. I'm sure my plants are dead. Meanwhile, the night shift who would come in at 7 has essentially been getting a week-long vacation because it's never 7 o'clock, you know? But it's not just retail workers who are suffering. Students of Fakahatchee's public school system have been out of the classroom for more than a week, and it's also hit our medical community. Dr. Ricky Rickerson of Rickerson Surgery Market had this to say. It's been so incredibly difficult to schedule anything. My kids' lacrosse practice was obviously super confusing when they moved the time from 5 o'clock to 5 o'clock, but it's not just a personal issue, it's hurting me professionally. I got 15 patients in my office waiting for surgery at once. Now that's 15 flat-chested women in my waiting room waiting for implants. Real tough for me to take in God's failure all at once in front of you. I got tucks showing up for nips, and I got nips showing up for tucks. Look, I'm all for a good time and, and looking good doing it, but something's got to give. 
While City Councilman Richard Baysbond's office refused to comment on the story, the new mayor's office was more than happy to. A spokesperson for Mikey Dusselet had this to say. Our new mayor continues to settle into his new role in Fakahatchee, but has no intention of changing his 5 o'clock declaration at this point. Furthermore, expressing your displeasure about the mayor's policy decisions might result in the mayor having hurt feelings and potentially retaliating. So think about that. The mayor is working really hard for the people of Fakahatchee, and as soon as he gets out of his two-day-long bath, he will be right back behind the mayor's desk working his a off for each and every one of Fakahatchee's residents. But it's not all frustration. Other residents like Royston Bongdoner of the 8th Street Dust Kings have celebrated the mayor's decree, describing the current time as a permanent drink o'clock now that the bars never close, and maintaining a blood alcohol level of 0.07 with a steady application of brown liquors and drinks served in coconuts. More on this story as it develops. That's all for the news. I hope you'll join me to break down the day's events tonight on my show, Night Drive. Uh, that's tonight at uh, 5 o'clock. Uh, the 5 o'clock that comes in the middle of the night. Uh, we'll see you then. Uh, thanks so much. This is Horace Wexler for Fakahatchee Radio. Fakahatchee Radio. 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 Still American for now. Hi, I'm Robard Crumbler Jr. We don't know when it happened, but apparently at some point my father, Robard Crumbler, suffered a stroke from the stress of working here and had been selling gibberish over the radio. We're appalled. I grew up in this store. My father has stepped down and my sister and I have quit our Wall Street jobs and will now be helping run Crumbler Farms. And she and I would like to assure you, we are a normal store that sells normal food. No more chapped-eye slapfish or discuit oleo washed potatoes. I don't know what that is or how you could buy it. We sell good food, wholesome food, now and always. I'd also like to address the nasty rumors that Crumbler Farms is bankrupt. This couldn't be further from the truth. Crumbler Farms is stronger than ever. If we weren't, could we offer fresh red-wrapped tomatoes for $10 a pound? I mean, try our organic rice. It's just $6 an ounce. Get a boost of potassium with a banana. Just a normal banana, not a chucharoni sugar branch with yellow sweater. A banana, a banana, $4 a piece, $4. Whole cooked rotisserie chickens are sure to please your family at the low price of just $40. These are fair prices. Crumbler Farms. Our proximity to the airport means we've got the freshest produce in town. That's what it means. Maybe you thought it was dumb to be by the airport, but it's not. This is a good store, a wholesome store. Shop here.